talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. Beautiful evening, man. November 17th, 2013. I know everybody out there is watching the NFL. Big game of the week. New Orleans Saints versus the San Francisco 49ers. My old school 
San Francisco 49ers, which, you know, everybody knows that I'm a Panther fan, but that's my childhood team. So tonight, I got on my San Fran hat, even though I think they took an L. I hadn't seen the report since we did the sound check, but it looks like uh, New Orleans were lined up and getting ready to win the game. But anyway, welcome to another exciting and truthful, real rap, real talk, whatever you want to call it, real 100 radio, talk radio, man. And, you know, a, a lot of talk radio that people listen to nowadays, and there's a lot of stuff going on with social media, and, you know, just a whole host of things that are happening in the in the entertainment uh, age. This is what I call the entertainment age because, you know, let's face it, anybody that feels like it or that decides to be or that wants to be an entertainer, especially via social media, definitely has that right to do so. And uh, a lot of people actually do it. I mean, this is the day and age where people are, are quote-unquote stars uh, because of the reality of their lives being caught on television. You know, whether that reality be truthful or not, you know, whether that reality be a little bit fabricated, you know, maybe it could be scripted. We don't know. But one thing for sure is that uh, a lot of people out there are quote-unquote stars or reality TV stars or social media stars or phenoms and what may have you. Uh, even in the gist of talk radio, I mean, if you, you look at talk radio, there's a lot of folks out there with talk radio shows. They can't speak worth a, worth a dag on, um, you know, and, and some of these people are very intelligent, but they're just not very entertaining. And, and I'm sure, you know, I can keep it 100. I know a lot of people out there probably say the same about me, but, uh, you know, 17 million consistently on the air every Sunday for the last three years. Hey, maybe we're not entertaining, but we're consistent. So I could definitely say that. So, and in saying that, shout out to my crew, man, over at WM3G Miller Marketing and Media, which is my company, by the way. But a lot of people help that company move. Shout out to a lot of people out there that are helping KRP Radio, Curb Radio work. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that work minimal hours that help put this thing together. So before I get knee deep into some trouble and knee deep into pissing everybody off tonight, I definitely want to shout out my crew, man, for help making this thing work. And, uh, you know, it's almost time for Christmas break. We got a lot of college help, man, a lot of people from California. Shout out to my West Side folks, my East Side folks up north. You guys, and and we got some Florida and Texas crew too. Shout out to you guys, but uh, you know we got a lot of college students, man. It's in about and it's about time for that break, and uh, so you know, shout out to you guys. Study hard. I know exams are coming, uh, so you know, just do your thing. And I understand when you can't work. I got a heartfelt email today from one of my staffers that was saying, you know, oh, I'm so sorry, I, I couldn't uh, produce the show tonight, and blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, you know, it is what it is, man. I mean, it's, 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 you got to do what you can do until you do better. And uh, I definitely support college education or education, period. So, you know, it's, it's no hard feelings, man. Do your thing. And uh, whenever you got to work to do something more important than KRP, that's fine. I mean, the show will go on. So, anyway, shout out to my whole crew. And uh, let me swing back into the topic I- entertainment. Um, the topic of the night, first of all, is uh, are social media friends, quote-unquote, 
really our real life friends. Like, for example, if you look at your, and, and I'm not just talking about like the people on your Facebook uh, pages or the people that follow you on your Twitter or your LinkedIn and what may have you. I, I'm not just talking about the people that you link up with. I'm, I'm not talking about that, you know, because there, there's tons of people that you just link up with for whatever reason. It could be that you're in the same industry. It could be that you went to school with their sister, brother, cousin, mother. You could work with them. I mean, there's various reasons why we link up with people on social media. But I'm talking about the people that you uh, don't know in person, okay? Maybe people that you've seen before or people from your same city or, again, people you went to school with but you just don't really interact with uh, in real life nor on social media, but you do speak to them on occasion. Are those people really considered your friends? And and the reason I ask that is because, you know, I, I was watching TV and uh I don't I don't do a whole lot of watching television, but when I do, I kinda look at T V from a different angle than most people. Sometimes I get lost in what's what the programming is about. Or, or I get lost in what kind of commercials follow this programming and, you know, what are they really trying to tell you during these episodes of the TV show. And I see a lot of crazy stuff if you're really paying attention. I, some people get caught up in the show and what's going on and the drama, and I do that too. I'm human. But at the same time, I'm looking at commercials and I'm looking at advertisement for other programs and the things that they're pushing. And, and it's a lot of craziness. But one thing that's consistent today when you watch TV is that, all social media based whether you believe it or not like when you get these reality tv shows for example they have a lot of talking about tweeting or they talk a lot about facebooking and you know all these reality tv shows all these uh mini series or just television dramas that all this stuff is so engulfed in social media and they put so much clout and so much push, and they always they're always covering what's going on in in the uh, cyber world. So it it seems like you know there's programming for television, but they're also pushing more or talking about predominantly what's going on in cyber world and not what's happening either on in real life or about that story. So you know it, it got me to thinking: Are your social media friends? really your friends i mean are these people that you really entrust with talking about your children because there's a lot of man i even got caught up in sharing pictures of of my kids and and for a while i wouldn't do that you know for a while i would i would hide it like i would post it for certain family members or people that i know but you know one thing that i found out is that you can't hide anything from social media i mean absolutely nothing you can try all you like if you post a picture of one of your kids, you can rest assured that people that you don't want to see it will somehow see it one way or the other, and it's totally out of your control. So if you think that you really have control of your social media pages and your websites and, and, and these things, you don't. You know, that's just the truth of the matter. So, again, are people that you're entrusting these pictures to, these topics, these stories about your life, uh, things that go on, your uh, obituaries, the births, engagement, are these people really your friends or are they just people that sit back and watch what's going on and just watch watch you 
and, and, and maybe read the things that you put out there for the world to see. And then they talk about it, you know, among their friends. So, you know, that's something we're going to talk about in just a second. We're going to ask Charlotte from stretchingyourbudget.com. We're going to ask her about that. And I'm just going to point out a few things. Also, we're giving major, major, major shout-outs to businesses tonight. Um, that's something we're going to do all night long. I mean, we're just going to shout-out major businesses. I got a whole list of places right here. And I'm going to start out by giving the B.I.G. And I'm talking super B.I.G. Shout-out to Premier Motorcycles in Graham, North Carolina. I'm sorry, in Haw River, North Carolina. Uh, you can find Premier Motorcycles by logging on to www.mybikedeal.com. That's www.mybikedeal.com. Or you can call them up, 336-578-2221. And uh, these folks offer the best deal in motorcycle parts. And the labor is only $60 per hour. They get you in. They get you out fairly quick. You know, I got some tires for my bike from there. Uh, ordered them, got them in in a couple of days. Performance tires too. So for any any of my bikers out there, they know how hard it is to get some of this stuff. They had it. They actually had some in stock, but that wasn't that that wasn't uh, what I actually wanted at that moment. But anyway, uh, Big shout out to Premier Motorcycles, man. When I come back, Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com is going to come on, and we're going to talk a little bit about whatever she has for this evening. And I just want to ask her about her social media friends, if they are really really her friends i don't know we'll see 619-638-8559 you rocking with the best the number one the big the numero uno the h-n-i-c you better ask somebody what that is anyway you rocking with the number one talk radio program southeast united states forget that in the world 619-638-8559 tell me if your social media friends are really your friends We'll try to get to your call as soon as possible. You can also check us out on Twitter, at symbol KIRP Radio Show. That's how you get the show. At symbol NC Pudgy is me. Make sure you add us, follow us, or whatever you do. We're proud members of Team Follow Back. And uh, hashtag conservative, hashtag KRP Radio. We're also on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. Got to go to commercial, folks. We'll be right back, baby. K-I-R-P Radio! Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You don't call yourself a superstar. That's for other people to say. And you don't come out the south side without a few people having your back. Chicago is my home. 
my love. It's our time. This is a story about my family, my team, my roots. This is a story of D Rose. And this is only the beginning. How many more innocent people? How many more? How many more? What has been the number one cause of unnatural death in history? Democide, or death by government, has killed 290 million people on record. Look it up. Go look it up. In the 20th century, government murdered four times as many people as were killed in all the international and domestic wars combined. USSR, 61,911,000 people killed. Hitler's Germany. Nearly 21 million people killed. Japan's imperialism, nearly 6 million people killed. Western colonization killed over 50 million people. Pol Pot's Cambodia, funded by the U.S. government, 2 million people killed. China's Communist Party, as many as 76 million people killed between 1949 and 1987. And the list goes on and on. Demand to know why the Department of Homeland Security bought more than 1.6 billion hollow point bullets. How many more people does government have to kill? Enough. Enough. Demand an end to citizen disarmament. As an American. As an American citizen. As a patriot. For your children. Enough of the people laying down and letting government kill them in mass after disarming them as they've done throughout history over and over again. Now is the time. It's time. It's time to realize that when the government takes your guns, people die. It's time to realize the biggest threat to you and your family is government. It's time to recognize government is the greatest killer of all time. Demand they show you the word hunting in the Second Amendment. Demand our politicians uphold the Constitution and Bill of Rights as they swore to when they took office. It's time for our leaders to read the Constitution. It's time for our leaders to obey the Constitution. The Constitution. The Constitution. Because a well-regulated militia with 10-round magazines wouldn't last very long. So now you know the most dangerous thing to you and your family in the world is government. Because mass murderers agree, gun control works. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome black, I'm black, welcome back, welcome back, love that music man, far side, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, right now we're going to go to one of my favorite people in the world, one of my social media friends, and yes, she is my friend, and I don't care what y'all think, welcome to the show, Charlotte Holder, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, Charlotte, you know, I try to hype you up man, and you come on the show so cool, Charlotte, I'm going to ask you a question. 
Okay. I don't know this is totally not on the topic of the show, but you're so laid back and cool. You remind me of Snoop Dogg. Like, I, it's, it's just, you're so cool. So I just, I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to be offended. Okay, don't be offended. No, but Charlotte, okay. do, you, do you smoke weed? <laughs> Charlotte, yeah, I can't, do you I can't say weed? that I've ever gotten that one before, but hey, that's all right. I am yeah, that. man, you're so cool and so laid back, man. I, I could swear that you smoke weed, man, because you just you're just so cool, man. I'm just thinking. I mean, I'm not saying smoking weed is cool. Let me let me clear that. It was a joke for all my people out there who who don't understand Snoop Dogg and how. Anyway, that bad joke. So what's up? We had doing? that we had that topic two weeks ago. They can tune in for our personal feelings on that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, man. You guys can tune in to the last, right, okay, tune in to last week's or a couple of weeks ago, and you can hear exactly how Charlotte and I feel about even marijuana, all right? It is <laughs> what it go. is. So, Charlotte, you hear the topic tonight. We're talking about, I don't know if you had anything for the Sabres report. I know we got Thanksgiving coming up, but before you did address that, I just got to ask you, are social media friends our real friends? That's a hard one for me because I've got personal and business social media. So um, I I guess for personal, my husband and I share a Facebook page, Mm -hmm. which at times can be confusing. (laughs) But, um, you know, half of the people on there are his friends, and I've never even met them. They could be high school friends or people (laughs) he just met along the way. And I'm like, who is this? You know? (laughs) And, um, (laughs) So it it can be tricky, but for us, I mean, we aren't on our, well, he's not really on Facebook as much as I am, I guess, because I am for business. But for him, I mean, he just, he might check it once a day, maybe. Um, But so that's a tricky question. So yeah, half of them would be my friends and half would be his, (laughs) Um, or people just along the way. Some of them I've, I've maybe met once, you know. So, I don't know. Yeah. But as that's Facebook. But um, Twitter is business for me. I do not have a personal Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pinterest is personal and business. So, not all of them are my friends. So, I, it's, I'm, you know, for me, it's probably tricky. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not answering that very well. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, you went all was, over the board with that one. All over, just all over the place. <laughs> like I say, it's hard because a lot of my social media is for business. Okay, I understand. So I've tried so, really hard to keep them separate. Um, impossible. It, yeah, when there's apps and stuff, I mean, you know, if you're using it from, like, mobile, if you're out and about, which I am a lot of times, typically I am on social media through my phone. Or my iPad, so those you know apps will only let you log in as one account at a time. So it would be insanely impossible for me to log in every single time I want to post something personal or business. So for me, I just keep it everything but Facebook is is a business social media well, outlet for me. <clears throat> Excuse me, it, it's uh it, it it is hard. To, to separate them and uh you know it's almost like you know we invite 
I think when we when we add people as our friends on social media, like we invite it's almost like inviting a stranger into your life, basically, if mm-hmm. you don't know these people. And I know we're in an right. age where, you know, where people people date online. You know, I, I remember years ago that was like forbidden. You know, you you better not meet anybody online. I remember telling friend girls mm-hmm. of mine, you know, don't you do that. Don't go. But now it's such a norm. And, you know, people meet in groups from just meeting online and, I can't say that it's 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 safer than it's ever been, but it's more prevalent today than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the fact remains that you know we invite strangers into our lives, and you don't really know people just because you meet them right. online or you see the things that they post. I mean, you you can be anybody you want via social media. Yep, and it's crazy too because, um, well. This is kind of funny, but my mom is very old school, mm-hmm. <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of the older generation are. So for her, social media, because she, ha- she does photography on the side. So I've been trying to help her build a business so that she can move mm-hmm. into retirement and have that to do. You know, so I've done her website. I've got all her social media accounts up. And, of course, she doesn't know how to use half of them, but um, so that ends up being me, too. But she, on her personal Facebook, she only has, like, ten friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Why, why are you limiting yourself? It's a good way for you to keep up with people that you may have not seen for 20, 30 years. And right. she's, like, very protective. She doesn't want, it's, like, on every private setting there is. I'm like, Mom, you don't even post anything. So <laughs> what are you trying to hide, <laughs> for one? Um, so I've really been trying to help her branch out and open up to social media. But the ironic thing is, and you were talking about online dating, my parents divorced probably 10 years ago. And so mm-hmm. she remarried. But believe it or not, she found her husband on an online dating site. Wow. I'm like, you you did that, but you can't even be on Facebook with your friends? That it, <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm, I have a really hard time with that, but... <laughs> So yeah, That's so they're a little still more married. They've though. been married for six years and you know going strong. But yeah, so it's really odd that you opened up your entire personal life to someone on a dating site, but you can't, yeah. you know. And for me and my generation, I mean, I'm on social media more than I even talk on the phone. I don't even talk on the phone other than to you and to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So if you want to get me, it would be easier for you to send me a message on Facebook or or tweet or something like that, and or texting. So I'm like, just text me if you need something. And she doesn't really get that. She ended up calling me after three texts today because she <laughs> couldn't, you know, like, you keep doing the thing. So <laughs> I think it's a generational thing, too. I mean, the younger generation just accepts anybody, whether they know them or not, you know. Um, like if they get a friend request, they're just like, oh, yeah, sure, I don't know who that is, but why not? And then the older generation is very selective, you know, who they let in. So I think, like, security and your personal life has kind of opened up also with social media. Right. So, you know, that's my take on it. I mean, this is this is definitely the information age, and and also before we before I get lost in my thoughts here, uh, we got to give a shout out because we're shouting out businesses tonight. So 
you definitely got to give a shout out to your mom's photography business. If you want to name drop that real quick, you can, y'all. Okay. Yep. It's Deborah Edwards Photography dot com. Deborah Edwards Photography dot com. Shout out to Deborah Edwards, and uh, maybe we can throw some business her way, man. We definitely promote entrepreneurship on this show, and uh, we salute entrepreneurs as well as soldiers always. So shout out to all my soldiers out there, even though it's not, uh, you know, any kind of special soldier holiday, but every day is a soldier holiday to me. I love my troops, man. It is what it is. I don't care who don't like it. So salute my troops. Definitely B.I.G. Shout out mm-hmm. to DeborahEdwards.com. Um, let me let me ask you this, too. Uh, what Thanksgiving is around the corner, and I know everybody doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, but, you know, we got the Black Friday. Isn't that what it is? Black Friday, Saturday, Thursday, mm-hmm. whatever. We got that coming yeah. up. So I don't know if you had any information about that. I do know a lot of people tune into the show just to hear you talk about deals and not to listen to me because they always leave after you leave. So if you had uh, anything, uh, it's no secret. They like you more, Charlotte. I, I don't, it's cool. I mean, no, no problem. I'm, no problem. Uh, but I don't know if you had anything to, to share with the listeners about that, if you could for a sec. Um, sure. Well, I mean, you know, Black Friday to me is like a holiday in itself, and I look forward to it. <laughs> every 364 days of the year prior. Um, so, yeah, Black Friday um, is a super important thing for me and my family. Um, the rest of my family thinks I'm crazy for going out and doing it, but it is what it is. Um, for us, and I always tell people this, and it's kind of silly, but, you know, we don't really get many date nights, you know, when you have kids and stuff, things get in the way. So oh, yeah. for my husband and I, it's kind of our date night. So we have no kids, and it's time we spend together. So we really enjoy it. I mean, we might get really mad or upset that we're waiting in the cold or in a line, but it's time for us to be together. So you could look at it that way. Yeah, I know. That's so sweet. Um, Where's my awe button, guys? Do I got an awe button somewhere? (laughs) Can we we get an awe somewhere? Yeah! No, not little John. Anyway, okay, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Um, But anyway, so, yeah, Black Friday is an excellent time for you guys to save money. Um, I always make my family give me a list before Black Friday. That is your cutoff. If you don't tell me by then, you probably aren't going to get what you want because that's when I get the majority of my shopping done. I mean, I will, you know me, I plan ahead, so I've been buying all year. If I see a clearance item, um, you know, whatever, I will get it, but. Big ticket items, things that you don't typically find on sale, um, I go Black Friday. The good thing about it this year, and there's been a lot of controversy, um, you know, several of the bigger box stores are opening a lot earlier this year. Um, one, and I won't name it, is opening, going to be open for 48 hours straight, Thursday and Friday, open all day, 48 hours. And so there's been a lot of controversy in the news about that because they, you know, people, consumers feel that those employees should be at home with their families. And I do agree, and they've come back since and said, you know, they're just opening it for people that, that want to work that may not celebrate Thanksgiving or that don't have family to celebrate. Um, you know, so that's good. But as a shopper, um, the fact that stores are opening earlier, there's a catch-22, and I say that because with them opening earlier, 
you know, it is nice because I'm not having to set my alarm and be out there at the crack of dawn and freezing. Um, you know, it allows me to be able to get there sooner, get what I want, and still go home and get a good night's sleep. But the bad part about that um, is that more people are awake and will take advantage of these sales. So I'm going to have to fight through a lot more traffic, crowds, and all that kind of thing to get, you know, the items that I want because of the fact that they're going to be open earlier. Yeah. Um, so that's it's going to be really, really interesting this year to see how Black Friday goes because it should be called Black Thursday now because mm-hmm. majority of the stores will be open on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day uh, or evening. So um, the big biggest store, and um, I won't name the name, but it's the biggest <laughs> store that I go to and that you'll hear me talk about a lot for Black Friday, um, they're starting their sales at 6 p.m. So I had a lot of people posting on our Facebook page when I put the ad out um, for Black Friday, and I'll just drop this in here. Um, but I have typed out the entire 42-page ad um, for this one store, and it's got the nice print list function, so you guys can just go and click the little box on each item that you think you want to buy, and then hit wow. print your list. So it just prints in a nice format for you guys to be able to take and know what you're getting. Um, so that's a little tidbit there, so you can go check out stretchingabudget.com, and they'll be in a big black box on the home page that says Black Friday 2013, you just click on that box, and then you'll see all the ads that we have um, available for you to print. So, but anyway, nice. um, yeah, so it's really good. But So there's some really good deals, but the store that, that I particularly like um, has three sales events, and so there's going to be different start times for different items that will be on sale. So those are some details that you need to make sure as you're planning your shopping trip. Um, to make sure you get the right time for the, the different items that go on sale because it can be confusing if you've never done Black Friday before. Um, other stores just have the same deals. They just start and stop at a certain time. So the key thing for you to remember as you're planning your um, shopping trips are to look at the sales flyers um, or online at the different start and stop times. So that's going to be key because if you don't double-check those, you might miss out on the entire sale. Um, you know, some of the toy stores will just have things available for a four-hour period. Um, so you have to make sure that you really are paying attention. And it can get a little confusing if you're looking at, you know, 20 different stores for the best items. But my biggest tip is to, you know, not only check the times, but plan ahead. I cannot tell you, and you've heard me talk about this before if you've listened to the show at all, plan ahead. Do research. That is like the biggest thing that's going to save you time in the end and money because, you know, for me, I will take all the different ads and I I have an idea of like what I want. So let's just, for an example, say a TV is on your list to buy. Mm -hmm. Well, I would write down the TV that I want or, you know, I'm thinking about, and then I'm going to write down, you know, in a list format of all the different stores that got that TV or a similar TV. Um, and then I'm going to, you know, price compare. And, you know, TVs are 
you know, when you're looking at a TV, you want to make sure you're getting the best quality. So 1080p would be the best over the 720. Um, you want to look at refresh rate. So that all the things, you know, know what you're buying. Don't just say, oh, that's a good deal, that's a good TV. It may not be. It may be the worst TV in the whole world. And just because <laughs> it's cheap doesn't mean it's a good deal. So do research on the products that you want. Find out what the best item on the market is, and then go try and find the best price. Um, I think a lot of people get caught up on, on price, and then they end up getting something that they're not really happy with. Um so, yeah, so plan ahead, do your research. And then, um, you know, I try to pick if there's several stores that have a lot of items that I want and the sales are starting at the same time, I'll try to pick the store that has the most of what I want in that one store. So, you know, I might have to miss out on one or two things down the road, but, you know, I'm going to try to get the bulk of my stuff in one store. Another good tip to have on Black Friday shopping is, go in partners. Don't go alone. I say don't go alone, A, because you're out late, especially mm-hmm. females. Um, you don't want to be shopping out at, at 8, 9, mid, 9 o'clock, midnight by yourself. Um, you know, you've still got to watch your car and you just saw a big 60-inch TV. Well, there could be some creep watching what you're coming out of the car with. So um, don't go alone. Um, number two, the reason why I want you to go in pairs or in, in groups, is because if you want three different items and they all start at the same time, chances are you're only going to get the one you're in line for because they're going to sell out. So if you divide and conquer, that's what we call it, um, <laughs> you you know take one person in each line and you you know you help you have them get. So a lot of times I'll take somebody that doesn't want to shop. They're not there to buy anything. They're just there mm-hmm. to hang out. But, so you're not feeling bad about them not getting their items, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> a lot of times it's one per item or, you know, one item per person. So you can't ask somebody to get in line for you and for them. So take along um, somebody that, that's just there to help out. Um, tag along. So that, yeah, tag along. Somebody that just want to hang out. <laughs> Friend, uh, a mom or a dad that is just there to help you, whatever it may be. Um, but, yeah, groups are the best, so for safety purposes and to help you get everything on your list you need. Um, and another thing, too, is come in comfortable clothes. Um, one year we waited outside in front of a store, and it was freezing cold. We were, it was like 2 a.m. before they started on Thursday, and we were not prepared. We did not have enough clothes. We, <laughs> I mean, we didn't bring any kind of snacks, nothing. Ooh. So we ended up having somebody go and make a run and, and grab us some stuff at home and come back. So just did, be prepared did they come back to so the spot? that you're not. Yeah. Do what now? Did they come back to the spot in line in the same spot you guys had? Yeah. Like, well, me and my husband stayed in line. And it was my dad. So he went home and grabbed us some stuff. Well, and nobody got upset like, about that? Hey, come out. People, no. Does people get upset about that? I, I've always wondered that. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, does people get upset by that? Um, if they see that that person's been there with you and then they leave and come back, they're fine. Because you'll you'll once you've done Black Friday a time or two, you'll learn that you kind of make friends, <laughs> whoever's in yeah. line with you, because eventually you're going to have to go to the bathroom or 
whatever. So <laughs> hold my spot while I go pee. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And so every everybody kind of becomes friends. You end up by the end of the night. Yeah. I know what that person's here for. I know where they came from. You know. So because you, you end up, I mean, if you're there six hours waiting, depending on what store you're at, you mm-hmm. have to you end up talking to them. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I can dig that. I can dig that. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, so if they've seen that this, somebody's been in line and they're leaving and back, it's cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but if you if somebody just walks up after you've been in line for six hours, then they're going to be upset for sure. Yeah, they're going to be like, um, damn! Right, that's exactly <laughs> what they're going to say. Damn! It's going to be a problem. <laughs> that would be. Um, so, and it just depends on the store, like I say, um Different stores have different rules. Right. We know we've been outside before, and they'll let in the first ten people, wait five minutes, let in another ten people, so that it's not like what you see on the news, mad dash, and everybody gets trampled over. <laughs> um, you know, we've, we've been in stores where you line up by different pallets throughout the store, um, and you get armbands oh, to yeah. guarantee you. Uh, you know, the item that you want. And, W-W-F. you know, pers- yeah. partially I think that's the best way. You give out an armband, you you know, they guarantee X amount, and then they cut it off. So you're not there waiting and getting mad because you didn't get the product you just waited six hours for. You know what I mean? And it cuts down on all the fighting and that kind of stuff. You just walk up, you get in line, you get your armband, you wait till the time starts, grab your item, go check out. And if it's the last um, one, you get in a wrestling match because yeah. there's been a couple fights out there, Charlotte, with them armbands. Especially and the DVDs, you know, those people go yeah. crazy over those. Um, and leave your kids at home if you can. Please leave your kids at home. I know that it's not feasible, but when it, it kills me when I see a little two-year-old out at 2 a.m. screaming yeah, and mama's getting me. mad, well, you shouldn't have your kid out. <laughs> so... You know, just try to leave your kids home for safety stuff, and just it's just not good. So yeah, that, that's, that's, a lot. That's and, <laughs> no, it's okay. That's that's good info. Leave your youngins home. Leave your yeah, chillings at home or with grandma or with somebody because please do. Yeah, man, that's two a.m. for kids it's to just, be out while you're out shopping. There's no item that I, important. I don't think. I don't know, but I'm telling you, I have seen it time and time again. And be and, and my biggest pet peeve, please don't be rude. I see people getting, um, going back to the camping section or whatever and getting the chair and can't sit in it down and then leaving it there when they're done. <laughs> okay, if you get the chair down, go put it back up. Don't be lazy. <laughs> I like that. Or That's I've my seen them go in the yeah. baby section and unroll a baby blanket to sit on and then just leaving it there. Yeah, that's how we do it, Charlotte. That's how we do it in the gutter, baby. We go get the camping seats and some coolers, and we put them out. We go get some snacks. I don't care if you do it while you're there, but put it back. (laughs) We go get a TV. We find a cable cord, and we plug it up, and we watch TV right there and eat the store snacks, and we leave it. That's how we get down. Get an outdoor uh, fire pit, too, and get it going. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We roast some marshmallows and all of that. Make s'mores. Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> I don't know, gosh. It's just crazy. 
It is crazy, man. So everybody who are going to be shopping on, is it Friday? Is that correct? The day after Thanksgiving? Um, it will. Most of the stores this year are starting Thursday, Thursday night. Oh, Thursday night. night after midnight, right. No, before. Oh, really? Okay. So that's Probably new information 50%, for me. 50% of them are starting before midnight. Ah, so there it is, folks. If you're going to shop after Thanksgiving, get full, get you a nap, leave your kids at home with all the relatives that are going to be home. See, okay, here's the trick. Here's what you do, Charlotte. Let me, let me throw in my little bit before we go to this commercial. Here's what you guys okay. do if you want to go shop and see. Charlotte just told you where to go shop. I'm going to put you all on some game. This is what you do, right? Okay, it's Thanksgiving, so you know you got to cook anyway, right? So what I need you all to do is invite grown-ups over. Get them real full, right? Right? And get you some blankets and, and, and sheets and some, some pillows and all that. And once you get them full, you let them spend the night. You just tell them, hey, go ahead and crash on the couch. Just just lay right there. It'll be cool. And then you cut off all the lights. You go to the back. You get your nap in. And then you wake up at like 10-something. And you whisper to them, I'll be right back. Watch the kids for me. I'm going shopping. And then you just bounce. That's what you do. So there's a joke and for me. And wake up for your kids. Yeah, that's, yo, just make sure there's some adults in the house to watch your kids. And you sneak out on it, but you got to feed them a lot, so it's the price to pay. But, hey, what's a good meal for a good babysitter, right? Sounds good to me. Exactly. Shout out, Charlotte. What you got? Um, well, shout out, um, since I missed last week, shout out to my brother-in-law who's active Coast Guard. Nice. Shout out to your brother-in-law. And I got to also give a shout out to a lot of people who we were supposed to read off uh, for, for Veterans Day last week. We give you guys this shout out while we go to commercial. Charlotte, we'll talk to you next week, love. Have a good week. I'm good. You too. All right, thank you. Going to give a shout-out while we're on the way to commercial break, 619-638-8559. When I come back, we're going to talk about friends on social media. Are they really your friends? But before we go, we're going to go back and give another Veterans Day shout-out to all the people that added to our list here that we didn't read off last week. Giving a shout-out to Jackie Emerson, Latoya, Latanya Emerson, excuse me, Latanya Emerson Mark, who's in the Army. Also, shout-out to U.S. Army Master Sergeant Retired Willie B. Long, deceased, 1920 to 1990. May he rest in peace. Also, give a shout-out to Major Dave and his uncle Edwin Whitefield from Durham, North Carolina. He was a navigator on the B-24 Liberator in World War II. Now, that's major. Man, I wish I could hear those stories being a plane enthusiast like myself. Also got to give a shout-out to more people here. Let's see. Uh, shout-out to Mitchell Farmer and the Army. Also give a shout-out to Austin Johnson, Elbert Johnson, and Lee Johnson, all of the Army. Also give a shout-out to Air Forceman Rod Washington. Shout-out to Stacey Washington. Senator. She rocks. He said I rock, but she rocks. Shout-out to Sean McGowan and Jason Amway, who was going on six tours in the past 10 years. That's amazing. Shout out to Paul Money who served in Vietnam. Also shout out to Danny Smith who served in Vietnam. Uh, Donna Money's father-in-law, Robert Smith, and Paul Money served in World War II. 
Her grandfather also served in World War One, and the nephew has served in Afghanistan. Shout out to all you brothers. Shout out to my homie Archie Fenton, serving in the United States Marine Corps Artillery, baby. Shout out to Bob Blassingame, U.S. Army Vietnam, and R.J. Law, U.S. Army in the Philippines just after World War II. I salute you, gentlemen. Shout out to Colonel Art Sabowski, Air Force First Lieutenant Kirk Fleck. Marines and William Kime Air Force, Gerald Kime Army, Richard D. Adams Army, Grant Army, Kevin Fleck Navy, Tom Connor Navy, and Roger Lowmaster Marines, all family of Kelly Bennett. Shout out to you guys. Also, shout out to my brother Chauncey Brentsfield Sr., holding it down from the Navy, my brother Lamont Parks, and a host of others out there that we didn't get a chance to salute. We salute you, gentlemen, and uh, Thanks for serving this great country. We'll be right back. 619-638-8559. You rocking with the KRP Radio Show right back in five. Oh, you might think I'm trying to be funny, but I'm really serious this time, baby. Even though uh, it's a cold world, baby, but you know deep down inside that I do love you. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. Deshiree is an online indie department store born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independent means wearing something unique 
while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.dechri.com. Stay Cherie. It's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. (laughs) Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone. Inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, folks. Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show. It is 8.54 p.m. on this beautiful, beautiful, I mean, this has been a beautiful Sunday, November 17, 2013. And I said the date for all the people out there that listens to the shows, uh, that listens to the archive shows. They always send me messages and go, you never say the date. We don't know what day we listen to, blah, 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 blah. But I appreciate that love and you guys letting us know what time it is, man, because I don't say the date, but I, I'm, I'm getting better at it. Uh, we're going to go to the weather report, man, for Burlington, NC, the triad, Greensboro, Burlington, Winston-Salem. Got the weather report for you guys for this week, Monday through Friday. Brought to you by the Love and Father Society. Check out the Love and Father Society Facebook and also check us out on Twitter at symbol Loving Fathers So. All right, one word Loving Fathers So. Add us to your tweet line, man. Let us know. Give us a shout out, whatever you do. Monday, the weather will be 60 degrees for a high and it will be very, very, very clear. 60 degrees right now, 38 of a low. Uh, it's going to start getting colder right at about 7 p.m. Sun will set by 6.15. So 
So you guys make sure that you bring a jacket at, at night because it's going to be 38 degrees and that's going to be a little bit cool wind chill also around 6 miles per hour. On Tuesday, it's going to be cloudy, slightly cooler than Monday. It's going to be 53 degrees for a high, but at night, it's going to get a lot cooler than what Monday is at 28 degrees for a low. On Wednesday, cloudy again, 47 as the temperature continues to decrease, 24 for a low at night. Going to be chilly, folks. Get that heat up. Get your blankets ready. On Thursday, 55 degrees as it warms up just a little 29 degree low and on Friday clear again just like Monday 60 degrees again with the low of 35 so anybody out there who are playing football on Friday night under the Friday night lights going to be 35 for you guys but during the day it's going to be pretty warm so it's going to be a good time to maybe get that last barbecue win or do whatever you need to do to your lawn or your flowers or your grass or if you got any of that stuff left in your yard, because most people, their yards are tore up right now because of the recent cold weather that we've had. But uh, it is what it is. The Weather Report is brought to you by the Loving Father Society. Check out the Loving Father Society on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash Loving Father Society. Check us out, man. We're doing big things in the community, but we need your help. You can also go to the official website at www.lovingfathersociety.com. And, uh, you know, let us know that you've been to the Love and Father Society website. You know, donate, man. Fifty cents, one dollar. It all goes to the community. Every single dime goes to helping and in the support of someone. Our mission is to restore the father in the family. And that's what we do. Shout out to my brother, Rashad Woods, also working out here in the community, man. Our volunteer hours are somewhere over 2,000 hours for this year. And that's that is that's that's major for anybody that volunteer out there. You guys know there's a lot of time and travel that goes into volunteering and doing community functions. And uh, we're definitely in the mix doing our thing. So shout out to everybody out there who follow us and uh, tweet us and just let us know that you support the Loving Father Society, man. And, and this is not a separation group. This is something that's that's uh, united. And, uh, you know, we want to dedicate ourselves to helping the family. It's not all about fathers, but we have an emphasis on fathers. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving along here, talking about friendships. And, be- and before we do, we're shouting out businesses tonight. And I got a couple more businesses that I want to shout out. Uh, Brody Contractors Incorporated, 3901 Computer Drive, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27609. Uh, go to com. <coughs> Excuse me. I- that was a tongue twister and it made me choke. But <laughs> anyway, shout out to Toby Brody, CME, Superintendent NPM. Uh, if you need to contact the contractors, uh, Brody contractors, 919-782-2482. These folks, let me tell you about these folks. They can build anything, anywhere, at any time. These guys have built, uh, man, the sky's the limit, hospitals, uh, cancer clinics. I mean, their resume is is huge and uh, extremely professional but down to earth, and uh, they do a terrific job. Check them out, Brody Contractors Incorporated, www.brodiecon.com, Brody Con, and uh, these folks are wonderful. Toby Brody is the CME, should be the manager that you guys want to talk to, and uh, just dial them up, 919-782-2482 if you have any building needs, commercial or private. These folks can definitely help you out. Talking about friends on social media, man, and I, I asked the question to a lot of folks out there, are your social media friends really considered your 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 real-life friends? I mean, 
Are these people that you uh, could go to for advice? Are these people that you love? Are these people that uh, you know you 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 share uh, private information with, or are they just you know social activity? Are they just associates? They nobody that you really mind. And personally, you know something that I always say is that when you have social media pages or, or things of that nature, um, you know, first of all, TV now promotes social media and, and it used to be vice versa, but with the likes of Facebooks and Twitters and things of that nature, I mean, these, these social media sites are huge. So when you, when you begin to have a social media page, you know, on the LinkedIn, the Facebook, the Twitters and, and this, that, and the other, you know, you're inviting the world into your life. And and before years ago, I mean, we really thought we were inviting the world into our lives, but nowadays it, it's it's more extreme than it's ever been. Uh you can't watch a television show, you can't watch a reality show, you can't watch a commercial. Hell, it's hard to even go in a, a place of business without seeing a social media symbol of some sort. Like a lot of stores that I walk into, they have at symbol this on the door or facebook.com backslash their name on their door or on their business cards or on their bags. So you got to understand that when you create uh, your representation on social media, you're inviting everybody who interacts with your friends and interacts with anything that you like that you choose via this social media page. So you can't really get upset nowadays when people are in your business or people are talking about what you have going on when you put it out there for the public to see. And again, there's no hiding anything on social media. Like I said once before, I, I didn't put a lot of pictures of my kids before, but you know, we're we're proud of our children. Like we, we love our kids. We like to show our kids off and talk about their report cards and their, their sports and, you know, this, that and the other. We we like to show that stuff. We like to talk about it. A lot of us like to brag about it. For God's sakes, and and uh, whether we admit it or not, you know it, it's it's just a part of life. That's what we do, and we don't, even even those of us that don't mean to brag, but you know there's a sense of pride there that that says, hey, I want to show that you know my kid is cute too. But you get to the point where strangers are liking your pictures, or strangers are making comments, and I'm guilty of it too. I see a cute kid, I comment. It is what it is, but you know that's the reality that we have to face now. So I asked the question, you know, are these people that comment that you interact with on your social media pages really your friends? And, you know, several people on the KRP blog says yes. A lot of people say no. Some people say they're just associates. But, you know, there's a sense of urgency there for me because everything that you have going on in your life, everything that you have going on in your household that you put out there, these people see. And what happens a lot of times is that people take the comments that that wh- who are basically that people place on their pages, who are basically strangers. You know, people take it to heart. They take it personal, and and it gets to the point where you have a person that you don't even know. Uh, truth be told, that you probably don't personally uh, care about. I won't say care for but that you personally don't care about, you know, you, you don't know these people. So you don't really care what they think. You don't really care, uh, you you know, how they're going to react to something that you might display or something that you might write. 
But the human aspect of us is that when these people comment on these things that we display and that we put out there, we get angry or we take offense to something that they might say or something that they might think. And years ago, you know, it was no different, but we didn't have a social media high like we have today. I mean, I guarantee you there's billions of people, you know, Facebook has over a billion, uh, what do you want to call it? I won't call it, uh, let's just say over a billion contributors, uh, you know, and, and these people, you know, have social media pages and, you know, everybody's commenting and, 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 and quoting and placing remarks about what they see that people put out there. And, you know, years ago, we didn't care uh, as much because we didn't know, you know, you would always, you didn't care as much what people thought because you didn't know what they were saying about what you had on. So when you looked in the mirror before you left home, you would say to yourself, okay, I look cute. You know, I'm talking about women right now. Okay, I look cute. So, you know, I put my heels on, I had my jacket on, I, and, and they hit the door. But the minute a man says uh, hello and, and, and maybe you don't hear them, here comes the negative remarks. Oh, she thinks she's this. Oh, she thinks she's that. And whether you believe it or not, I'm not saying for everybody, but a lot of people when they hear people speak negative about uh, their display, they catch feelings behind it. So it makes them say and, and start second-guessing themselves. And a lot of people have low, low self-esteem as it is. So if you could actually hear everything that people thought about you or everything that people, people would say about you or, or comment about you, you know, it, it would bug you out, men and women included. I mean, it, 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 that's just reality. You know, some people have thick skin. Some people don't care as much. Like myself, I don't care as much, but, you know, let's keep it funky. We do care to a certain degree, you know, or we wouldn't look in the mirror and, and you know, while we're getting ready in our house, we wouldn't take the time to try to look decent and, and take the time to try to look proper if we didn't care a little about what people thought about our display in public. So what happens on social media you know, you, you put your you put your stuff together. You, women, you put your makeup on. Fellas, you know, we put our best dress on, straighten up our ties. And, you know, we might take a picture because we're feeling ourselves that day. We might say, oh, okay, I, I think I look nice. So I take a picture of that and I put it out there on social media. And all of a sudden, you get a bunch of likes and, and you like on the Facebook. People are saying, oh, if, if they like it, they're saying, okay, they agree with what you thought in the first place. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. See, people don't want to admit that, but this is what really happens. You know, once people like a picture that you put out there, most of the time, I'm not saying every time, but most of the time someone likes a, a, a picture or a display of what you put out there, they're co-signing what you already thought, at least some of it, because you actually put it out there for people who couldn't see to see. So they're co-signing and saying, okay, you look nice, or okay, that outfits tight or that shirt's nice or that tie's nice or those heels are nice or, or, or whatever your display is that you're putting out there. And and those people are co-signing it. But the minute someone dislikes it, which is the total reason that I think so Facebook doesn't have a dislike button, is <laughs> because of all the negativity that would come by that via that dislike button or that unlike button or whatever you want to call it. 
you know, dislike button, not unlike, but dislike button. Uh, you know, the minute you did that, it would crush a lot of people. It would make them second guess the people who they used to hold so dear as their friend or, or their main associate or, you know, the person that they talk to every day via social media that they don't really know, by the way, but they've grown so close to through interacting on social media every day and they consider those people friends when they really don't know these people. This is all of us. We're all guilty of that to a certain degree. But if, if there was a, a dislike button where the people that you, you think is your friends on social media, you know, where they could just go in on you and just talk about the worst things in the world about you. And if you could actually see that and hear that, it would crush you because a lot of people hold value in the people that they say are their friends on social media. And I asked the question, are these people really our friends? Because you have to truth check yourself. If they're really your friends, you're going to think that you're going to think about the things that they say. You're going to think about the comments that they leave. You're going to think about it after social media. You're going to think about it at home, at work, you know, wherever you are. You're going to look for advice from those people. You can't wait to hear what that person has to say because you hold them dear. You consider them a friend. But if they're not really friends, most of the time, you're not going to be looking forward to them saying something or, or in social media's case, commenting on what you do or what you display. And if they did comment, it might poke you a little bit. It might be a dagger just a little bit, but you wouldn't care as much because it'd be just like a stranger looking at you out of the corner of their eye while you're walking down the street, probably saying something slick or somebody you might interact with that might say something just slightly negative. You could kind of brush it off a little better. So, you know, I always like to ask the question, you know, are these people that we interact with on social media really our friends? And 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 before you answer that, you really got to truth check yourself, right? You really got to think about your feelings and you really got to think about how much you interact with these folks and do you really care? And And I think the biggest of it is too, is that, we don't even realize. I mean, I mean you got to ask yourself this question too, and, and, and this is the this is the, the the huge part of it, right? This is the meat of the meal, if you will. If there were no social media anymore, could you get in touch with these people? You know, how much do you value these folks if social media went away, or if you didn't hear from them anymore? Would you be scarred by not hearing from these folks? Would you even care? Or would you just go on about your life? See, I wish, personally, I wish that social media uh, was shut down for a week. I wish that uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, every, the internet, you know, I, I know that people, we, I know we've become dependent on the internet. I know we have to pay bills. Uh, you know, I know we do a whole host of things. We run our businesses. I know I do a couple uh, via Internet alone. And I understand that, you know, without the Internet today, a lot of things would, would, would just stop. It would definitely be a huge negative. But I just simply wish, and I'm probably going to get my wish one day, but I just simply wish that the social media sites like the Facebook, the Twitters, 
not your businesses. I'm not wishing ill on your businesses, but I just wish there was a way for those social media sites to shut down without uh, impacting our businesses. Okay. And and I know I'm wishing upon the stars. Probably if it does happen, it's going to impact your business and impact your life and, and, and who knows how, you know, how dramatic it'll be. You know, I, I know that. I realize that. I get that. But if wishing upon a star, all right, okay, let's just, you know, theoretically speaking, I wish the social media could go away for one week. And during that week, I would hope that people would truth check themselves. Because what I think would happen is that for a lot of people, instead of going to social media to find friends or interact with people or strangers, they would be forced to, maybe not in a week, but they, you know, in the long term, they'd be forced to interact in public. See, because when I go places and I speak, you know, I, I, some people think I'm an inspirational speaker, okay? I, I, I take that and I run with it. I try my best to be, I, I, you know, I try to be an advocate for positive, positive things, positive growth, entrepreneurship, you name it. So, yeah, when I go places to speak, I always promote interaction, I always promote communication. And I say that to every group that I go to because a lot of places I go, I'm not always talking to people that look like me. Now, pause for a second, because when I say look like me, I'm talking race, I'm talking gender, I'm talking age disparities. I mean, it's crazy. I, I talk to six to eight-year-olds from nine to 12, uh, teenagers, you, 50s and 60s. I, I talk to a whole host of people, and they're not always in my age group. They're not always my ethnicity. They're not always, you know, some are poverty-stricken, some are rich, you name it. Business people, I mean... It, it's it's the board is 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 crazy you know it's, it's a bunch of different people that I talk to and I always promote interaction and communication because the truth of the matter is no matter if you consider these people on social media your friends or not the truth of the matter is we don't interact enough in real life we don't say hello to people the way that we once did we you, you can barely throw your hand up and wave to people you know, I do it all the time. Sometimes I do it just to see if I'm going to get a response back from folks. And I'll tell you, 80% of the time, people look at me like I'm crazy. And from kids on up to seniors, you know, people look at me like I've lost my dead plan mind. You know, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't speak back. They don't throw their hand up. People rarely acknowledge you. But what I found out is that when you go places and you're a featured speaker or you're someone of semi-importance, if you will, at least for that day or for that event, you know, people hold so much high regard for you that they'll hug you. They'll even kiss you. But these are the same people a lot of the times that we that won't even throw their hands up to you, that won't even look your way when you say hello. And I don't know if it's low self-esteem. I don't know if it's, you know, people just minding their own business. Uh, I don't know if it's hatred. I don't know what it is. But the syndrome has gotten worse. 
And it's not always people that don't look like you. I'm talking about everybody. Frankly, more people that don't look like me speak to me quicker than people that look like me will. And 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 that's why it might sound strange to some people. You know, that's a scary thing by itself. That I, you know, I see white people that don't even speak or wave to other white people. Black people that don't even speak or wave to other black people. And and the reason I single that out is because if you can't speak or interact with people that you identify with, at least by ethnicity or race, you can hang it up trying to interact with people that's outside of that spectrum. But on social media, everybody's mixed in that pot, and somehow we get a false premise that these people are our friends, but when we see them in public, a lot of times it's mute or it's silence or it's no acknowledgement. I'll be the first person to tell you that, you know, when I'm in public, I, I don't recognize a lot of people on social media. I mean, let's call it call it like I see it. A lot of the pictures and things that people have that represent them, when you see them in public, it doesn't look like you. So let, let me just say this right now. I apologize for anybody out there that, uh, that I've come across in real life outside of social media and I didn't acknowledge or I didn't recognize you or I, I didn't. I think a lot of times people want you to over acknowledge them because you've interacted with them on social media. So I apologize for not over acknowledging you, not not running up and, and, and hugging you and, and, you know, laughing and having a good time, maybe like we do online. But I'm a very cordial person. I'm private at the same time. And I always, always try to acknowledge people and interact with people and say hello, even if I'm just walking by. But if I don't recognize you to the degree that we interact on social media, you know, don't take it personal. My bad. And and I think that also happens a lot of times. And that's how people uh, don't interact anymore on social media. So you got you got a degree of people who do interact on social media and then they may see each other in public and they don't interact the same as they do on social media. And then when they get back to social media, if they have a, a, a disdain for each other, they don't, you know, a distaste for each other. All of a sudden it's, Oh, I don't like him or her or Pudgy makes me sick. He know he saw me at the supermarket, but he didn't say hello to me. He didn't run to me and hug me and kiss me and, and squeeze me and call me George. <laughs> as the Looney Tunes would say, but you know, that's just one of those things. And that's what you got to be careful of because when you're on social media, everything is fair game. Everybody's cool. You recognize the kids, you comment on the kids, their mom, their wife, their husband, their job, and you try to support these people and what they do. But if you're a person like me and I try to stay in my own lane on my own social media page, very rarely scrolling through the things that other people display or put out there, unless it's right slap dead in my face, you may not recognize these people in public. And I think this happens a lot. So to cover all grounds, what we have to do is, first of all, you have to understand that social media is just social media. And if you're going to interact with these people and you're going to welcome these people into your lives, I'm not talking about the people who just happen to interact with you on social media and just happen to comment on your pages and happen to share interests or groups or, or conversations and you might laugh and giggle via words on social media. I'm not talking about that level of it, but if you hold these people in that much high regard, you have to more increase 
the invite into your life if you really care for these people because if social media went away or or some time went by and you happen to see these people in public, you probably wouldn't recognize them. So if you really care for these people, if you really hold these people in high regard, you're probably going to want to interact with them even more. I even promote additional interaction. I even promote inviting these people over if you really know them. Yes, you have to be careful, but if you really hold these people in high regard, and I'm talking about people that consider folks on social media their friends. Now, I hold the word friend in the highest regard. I'm not talking about associates, and there is nothing in the world wrong with having associates. Shout out to all my associates out there. I love y'all to death. Word to mother, I love your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, wife, husband, kids, everybody. I love everything about y'all. But at the same time, I'm not inviting you guys into the conversations of my life. But if I hold you in that highest regard and feel like, you know what, this is my main man right here. I'm probably going to need your phone number. I'm pro- I probably already have your phone number, and we're probably going to comment outside of Facebook or or in private where the whole world can't see, and we probably deal with each other on more levels than just commenting on what we display, a picture, uh, a group, or what may have you. It's more serious than that if you consider people your friends. So if I have a jewel to drop to anybody, I would definitely say to everybody out there, anybody and everybody out there, if you consider people on social media your friends, it's time for you to do better than just commenting on a Facebook and a Twitter every now and then. Because there's a lot of people out there hurting outside of what they display. There's a lot of people that need more conversation. There's a lot of people that need more guidance. There's a lot of people that need more self-esteem and a lot of people that need more love. And if you consider them friends, I know I love my friends, and I definitely try to show my friends love. So if you hold these people in that highest regard that you would of a friend, you need to show them more love. You need to get a little bit closer to them. You need to prove to them and bring them inside of your life and let them know, you know what, man, it's bigger than just a Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or what may have you. Uh, 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 IG and Instagram and all this other stuff It's bigger than that You know, it's a lot bigger than that And I hold you in more regard than that So you know what, let's just change phone numbers, man And let's find a time where we can get up Now if you're thousands of miles away Guess what, you still need to make time Because I can't promise you that it's going to always be A Facebook, Instagram, and these other social media sites around They're not going to always be around for you And if they went away today You need to ask yourself the ultimate question If they went away today Could you contact your friend or do you know enough about your friend to be able to find your friend? And if you don't, that friend is an associate. We'll be right back. You rocking with your boy Pudgy on K-I-R-P Radio! It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone. Inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. 
Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundShoe.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. Hey, Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. I'm be dressing number one. Maybe. I'm become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the street. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Spending from school, scared to go home. I was the fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Said tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was bored and us a little kids. Welcome back, folks, to the KIRP Radio Show. It is that time of the evening when your boy got to roll out, man. It's time to go. Got to roll, got to roll, got to roll. I definitely appreciate Charlotte for coming through tonight. Always dropping some love, letting us know what those deals are like. Got to give a shout out to her mom, Deborah Edwards. If you guys have photo needs, make sure you go to DeborahEdwards.com. Check her out. See what kind of deal she has. And I'm sure she has something going on. But anybody out there in the triad that has some... uh. You know how you got things in the house that need to be taken care of, you know, light fixtures, uh, plumbing, you know, maybe your fences need some work, your patio, your deck, whatever, furniture, any any kind of repair. Uh, make sure you call Millennium Handyman Services, and uh, the owner of that company is, is a terrific guy by the name of Jeff Bump, and uh, Jeff is a very handy, a very independent individual extremely dependable this guy he's the type of guy that if if he gives you a quote on something he'll hold true to that quote even if it takes longer 
than uh, than he quoted, or maybe even more supplies. You know, Jeff's the type of guy that would communicate that with you before he just went out and did it, and uh, definitely would take care of you guys. And uh, Jeff Bump uh, from Millennium Handyman Services, over 20 years of experience, accredited and insured. So uh, if you want to reach Jeff, dial 336-675-7855, or you can contact Jeff by email at jbonk, J-B-O-N-K-1, at triad.rr.com. Maybe, let me give that to you one more time. J-B-O-N-K-1 at triad, T-R-I-A-D, dot R-R, dot com. I know you know how to spell com, right? Dot com, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, check out Jeff and Millennium Handyman Services. Let him know Pudgy said uh, to give him a call, and uh, maybe he'll give you a 10% discount on there for us telling you to, uh, or for me, telling you to call him and uh, just let him know I told you guys to ask for it. He'll probably get a kick out of that, and, and I bet you he'll give it to you. So check that out, Millennium Handyman Services. You can find them up online, too. You can Google them. Also got to give a shout-out to a great friend of mine uh, who's, a, who's a, a PR person. She's a director, uh, executive producer, Anna Carell Groomberg. Uh, out of North Carolina, out of, I'm sorry, Brooklyn, New York, excuse me. She comes to North Carolina, out of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, she is single-handedly, and I know a lot of people think Oprah is responsible for Deepak Chopra, but, Chopra, excuse me, but it's Anna Kareel Groomberg that is responsible for Deepak. She's the one that started his online video, videos, his online media cast or broadcast. I'm not taking anything away from Deepak. He's a wonderful guy and uh, a, a great mind in our times. But in terms of him being a YouTube sensation and really getting him out there on social media, Anna is single-handedly responsible for that. And I remember that from the start. It, you know, it's a great thing to know a lot of great people who have done things that uh, a lot of us find remarkable. And uh, Anna's one of those people that I happen to know personally. And I uh, definitely want to give her a shout out. So if you guys have any YouTube media needs. I mean, get your paper ready, man, because it's not going to be free. This woman is accredited. Her resume is a mile long, and she has done miraculous things for people in terms of their online presence. Uh, Anna Kareel Groomberg, check her out, folks, if you want to contact her at uh, New, New America USA. That's N U A M R. I'm sorry, N U A M E R I C A U S A at AOL.com. Or just Google her, Anna Carril, C-A-R-R-I-L dash Grumberg, G-R-U-M-B-E-R-G. And let her know Pudgy sent you, and I guarantee you she'll give you a 10% discount because we got it like that. All right? It's time to go, folks. I appreciate the love that you guys show. Once again, a B.I.G. shout out to all my soldiers out there. Remember, if you guys have friends that that you consider your near and dear friends on social media, Uh, It's time to get a little bit closer because I got a feeling, that's just me now, but I got a feeling that some things are going to go down with this social media. It's not going to always be around. It's getting so huge and and it's worldwide that, you know, maybe it's time to back off social media a little bit, just a little bit and start interacting in real life a little bit more. All right. So you heard it here. Remember, God is love. Love is God. Communicate, folks. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Make sure you say what's up to people you interact with, that you come across, that you walk by, throw your hand up and say hi. It really makes a difference. It really makes a difference, folks. All right. Got to go. 
Remember, check us out, Love and Father Society. We in there, baby. Miller Market in the media. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. You know how to do it. Catch you guys next week. One love. God is love. Love is God. I am out of here. Peace. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky.